Dragon Chat. Step into the Grand Tour. Dragon Chat. What up, Z pals? Welcome to episode four of Dragon Chat. It's been a while. Sparking. We're back. Sparking. Hetchala. Hetchala. Zenkai Boost. Hadouken. Oh, no. Wrong franchise. Fuck, Chris. You messed it up. We're not even a minute into the show, and you got your key blast crossed. <laughs> Wait, uh, so who did it? No, Dragon Ball definitely did it first. Yeah, did you ever on. think Akira Toriyama sued Street Fighter and Capcom for a copyright infringement? Yeah. Yeah. Eh. Whatever. Small quibbles. But we're back. Uh, we have a great episode lined up for you. Lots of news and latest episode reviews of Dragon Ball Super, episode 62 and 63. Let's get started with the Dragon Dragon Chat News. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> what are we even doing? I don't... Uh, what do we call it? Do we, it's not Newsflash. This is not S&P. The, the, the Solar Flare News? I don't know. Zenkai um, News. Zenkai News. Let's go with that. As of, well, as we're recording this, as of yesterday, uh, October 22nd, Dragon Ball Super has now officially been ported to various uh, simulcast anime streaming services. So, Crunchyroll, Daisuke, and Anime Lab. Finally! Finally! Legal streaming. Exactly. Real legit streaming with official English subtitles and no more of that... Third-party anime streaming BS where you get weird ads and malware and Trojan horses and all sorts of bad stuff. Support the official release. Yes, support the official release. Sub- subscribe to Crunchyroll, Daisuke, Anime Lab. These are all great streaming services. Right now, they only have the Future Trunks arc episodes available, which is episodes 43, or I'm sorry, 47 through 63. And starting October 30th, the complete series will start to be released. They're going to release 10 episodes per week. So that's really great news. And it's awesome because it's Crunchyroll. It's, and you can watch on your phone, tablet, internet, and it's, just, it's clean, it's pristine. It's all on one pl- platform. I what a time it. to be alive. Seriously. I can switch between Dragon Ball Super and JoJo in just a couple of like clicks on my phone. It's good shit. Unfortunately, there isn't any news yet about a dub for Super, which I'm kind of surprised about because Super Super started airing, what, like the beginning of last year? I think around last year. It was after Resurrection F came to theaters. They started on Super. Well, for now, you still got some, yeah, you still got the amazing English subtitle port, and it's all there. It's all good. So go out there and watch. Episode 63 is out, and if you're not caught up yet, if you can wait seven days, you can start watching it. Start from the very beginning. So moving on to the next Zenkai news bit. Oh my gosh. So Xenoverse 2 is upon us. Uh, as we're recording this, it's October 23rd. It's going to be released on October 25th. So by the time this episode drops, it'll be already out for, uh, I think, maybe like three or four days. But there was a whole bunch of stuff that happened in terms of news. Uh, Stan, you, you played the beta recently. How about you start off with that? It was damn near impossible to get into, but once I did, it was pretty awesome. It's the opening few missions of the story mode, plus a couple of parallel quests tossed in, and you can basically mess around with the character creator for all the races. So you can like basically pre-make your your character, jump in and like see what the see what the new world is like, see what the the parallel quests are like this time around. Um, it's Gameplay-wise, it's pretty much very similar to the first universe. There's a there's a few there's a few tweaks that they made to the formula. You know, once you turn Super Saiyan, you don't have infinite key anymore. You can't just like spam your ultimate attacks over and over again as soon as you hit Super Saiyan. The trade-off with that is that you can pretty much indefinitely stay in that form. It doesn't go away once your key runs out. Basically, you need to get knocked out of it or something. It's cool. And my favorite thing about it is that they have brightness options now, so you can like get rid of that weird, stupid, dark filter that they put over the first game and make it look very vibrant and colorful this time around. So that's awesome. I tried the Saiyan class briefly, the Frieza class, and then the Majin class. I didn't get to go Super Saiyan 3 because I 
started the beta really late and I had to log out. By the time I tried to log back in, it was impossible. So I was like, fuck it, I'm going to delete the character, restart, freeze a race. And then I did it again for Mahajan Race. Turning gold is really cool. It just looks visually cool the way your character turns into like the golden Frieza form. And the Majin, the Majin thing is the one that's like a little iffy to me. I really want to play as the Majin class because I think, especially the the uh, the female gender of the the Boo race, it looks really cool visually. They, there's a lot more facial options and eye options and hair options for all the characters and a lot more voices including voices from the previous game. So it's like they took every all the options that were there from Xenoverse 1 and then built on top of that base instead of like completely giving you new options. So you could conceivably recreate your character from scratch again, or you could just make someone new with like new hairstyles. And I really like the new options, and I wanted to make a, a Majin race this time around. But the Kid Boo transformation is really troubling to me, and it's probably because I don't know how to use it, but I think it's the only transformation that drains your stamina. And once your stamina is done, you basically revert back to your base form. And when you turn Majin, when you turn into Kid Buu, all your moves go away and get replaced by Kid Buu's moves. So you, you're basically... Oh, that's weird. Yeah, so you go from being this individual character that you created to basically a, a color swap of Kid Buu, which is kind of irritating because all the other class, And I mean all the other classes have really cool individual transformations you know your namekian becomes super big your human gets the the power pole in the nimbus your your freezer race turns gold and of course the saiyans turn super saiyan one two three but the kid boo the the majibu race just turns to kid boo and apparently it's, it's, that seems really lazy yeah like it, they, they put so much effort to character creation and uh, variety in the first in, in the first place like why just reduce it i i it's so weird part of it could be like like laziness because they think maybe nobody will play Majin Race. Another thing is that it's kind of it's kind of true to the lore of Dragon Ball in that the Boo Race isn't necessarily an, a race. They're all just offshoots of the original Boo, and the original Boo's pure form is always going to be Kid Boo. So I, technically, it, it checks out from a lore standpoint, but not. But it's kind of dumb from a gameplay standpoint, you know. I, I the the least they could have done is is give Kid Buu like your clothes and your old ultimates or something like that, you know. Um, but he's supposed to be sort of broken if you know how to use him when you when you transform into him because um his his block becomes a, a dodge that you can use over and over again that basically completely negates any damage that gets thrown in his way. Uh, but I in in my mind the the cons of like just the way the character goes away and the moves go away and and the stamina drain really outweighs any potential positives because i i'm not i'm not one of those people who plays xenoverse to like min max their character and to make the ultimate like online pvp like pro champion thing i want a character that looks awesome and like i'll just i'll equip equipment that's not good for my character that'll like detract from certain stat points just because i think it looks awesome you know and so just to completely lose that when you transform is kind of stupid, especially if you're you're putting in so much work into acquiring these moves and, and these clothing items to just completely lose it every time you transform. It's kind of dumb, but I guess the workaround to that is to just use the Kaioken transformation or the Mystic Gohan, the unlock potential stuff from the first game, if that if they bring that over, which I'm assuming they are. Um, so that would be the one workaround, but... Yeah, it's a little tough. I I was pretty sure I was going to lean towards Majin this time around, but now I might just double double down on the Saiyan race because they seem to be the preferred race all the time, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, we'll see when the game comes out. Uh, when did the beta release? Was it earlier in October or September? It was last weekend, actually. Oh, it was last weekend? Really? That Yeah, that, there was wow. two betas. There was the closed beta that was like a couple weeks ago, and then the open beta was last weekend. Okay, because I, I mean, I know, I mean, it's still a beta, but I'm wondering if the full version will have something new to the Majas that no one, the public hasn't seen yet. I can, I, one of the things that I heard people speculating about is that you'd be able to customize your transformations later, but, um, because they're, they're basically, you, unless it changes from the main game, you get those transformations from the start, and, um, it's basically one slot, so you don't have to, like, you, so... Let me back up. If you're like a Saiyan race and you want to transform, um, depending on how much key you have built up, you'll transform into either Super Saiyan 1, 2, or 3. So if you have like 
one block of key, you'll transform into Super Saiyan 2, Super Saiyan 2, 3, so, like, or I think it's 5. I don't know. Whatever the numbers are, basically how bit, how, fill, how filled your key bar is, is, like, what transformation you get. So, they're kind of folding them all into, like, one thing. So, maybe you can customize your Kid Boot transformation. Like, give it custom moves later on or something. I don't know. But, I guess we'll just have to see what they do we'll see in two days we'll see two days and they might they may tweak it because i think it's really as strong as kid Buu can be in the right hands it's kind of like dumb that 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 this is the only as far as i know the only class that uh is beholden to a, a bar that depletes and once it's gone you're, you're done you know and stamina especially like you know you try to do one of those teleporting block like dodges or whatever it drains your stamina meter you know so you can get knocked out really fastly out, out of that transformation and once the stamina bar goes away for the Majin race they're really vulnerable because their regenerative powers and their the defense relies on how fill, filled their stamina meter is so it seems like it seems kind of wonky and I, I hope they tweak it because it seems like Ma, the Majin race might not be the worst class but might be the most um difficult to master you know it sounds to me like they're being nerfed without without being like i don't know it's just that's so weird yeah i i personally if i if i do go majin Ru, i'm i'm gonna ignore the kid boo transformation unless unless they introduce like some customization options for the kid boo thing but i'm just gonna go like for the the unlock potential transformation or fuck around with the kaioken you know like one of those things if i'm gonna do anything at all but and and the Nimbus Cloud race was that or the Nimbus Cloud people were they part of the beta? Yeah, that's the human race, and so oh okay, I'm that's, sorry, that's their like transformation. But I I didn't get to mess around with them or the Namekians because you know logging in was hard enough, you know. So I yeah. limited what I was playing to like a handful. Okay, but um, the open world is much bigger this time. There's like I noticed a lot less uh, loading in the world because it's pretty much a big seamless thing you run around in uh some parts of it seem kind of empty like there is like this whole air this is like this whole section that's sort of like a residential area that you're running around in and it's just like why would i go up these stairs and run across these buildings if there's like nothing here but maybe they might populate that with like uh senseis or whatever like just npcs that you can talk to but i and you know what when when you get into like the online lobbies and there's all those people running around it probably won't feel as empty but judging from the beta, it just seemed like sections of the world were just kind of like there for no reason. It's like a big area. Then you can tra- you can teleport to like different portions. Like you can go into space where Frieza's spaceship is or you can visit like Hercules house or whatever. And there are parts that were blocked off in the beta that you couldn't get to. So there's even more of that map that you can explore that is not that wasn't in the beta, but will be in the final game. So there's there's a lot there. So I like it. I'm liking it so far. It's like a very. It's like it feels like like Xenoverse Super. Like they added, they they took the foundations of Xenoverse, which came out last year, and they added and they built upon it to, to being something bigger. And they it sound, seems from what I can tell, like they listened a lot to the um, the criticisms of the first game, like the the Super Saiyans, like you know the super saiyan exploit even though even though i used the shit out of that that's the that's the way that i fucking destroyed all the parallel quests was using that thing just going super saiyan and spamming like big bang kamehameha over and over again until everything was destroyed but um it it feels like you're gonna have to work a little harder in battles so that's Mm -hmm. that's i think there's more balance i think it's fine yeah it's 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 definitely something that is going to require more effort for the Saiyans. At least you can't just be lazy <laughs> anymore. Well, well come on. I mean, Lord no more wise, free rides, Saiyans. But the Saiyans, Saiyans, but the no Saiyans are so rides. OP. You just, you know, you just. I mean, okay, I I can understand that. Yeah. Namco had to knock the Saiyans down a couple ladders to make it fair for the Majins and the Saiyans because. Yeah. Because in reality, the sandwiches just like kill you one blast. Yeah, and let's and be honest. For some reason, I don't know why they did this, but every race starts their storyline by spying on their respective like, like a, a character from their respective race. Like for example, if you start as a Saiyan race, 
your opening scene is you basically spying on Vegeta and Bulma having a fight in their backyard or something. <laughs> and you're just like, you're just like watching them have this fight. And I'm like, what am I doing? Like leaning over and like listening in. And then you get like a call on your, on your scouter to like come back to the town to take your, like your mission or whatever. And the, uh, the Frieza race character was basically at Frieza spaceship, like I and Ginyu training the troops and then Frieza, and the same thing happens. And then the Majin Buu race was you spying on Buu reading, like, some of Hercules' stashed porn that, that he did. <laughs> yeah. It's just this weird scene of, like, Majin uh. Buu holding this, this I guess it's, like, Fifty Shades of Grey and, like, reading it out loud. And it's, and oh it's like, oh, God. that. And he's, like, reading the words from the book. And he's like, oh, that tickles. Uh, Mom will be home soon. We have to be careful. <laughs> and then he turns to, to Hercule and he's like, Hercule, what is this word? And Hercule looks at it. And he's like, "Oh shit, where'd you get that book? Where did you get that book?" And, and Boo's like, "I found it in your drawer." And he's like, "No, you gotta give me that book back. You can't have that book." Oh my god! And it's like wow. Like that's so. It's, like, it's really funny because you know Dragon Ball had like Dragon Ball it, um, it has a lot of cheesecake like that. But I what I I wouldn't expect it to make it to a video game. I would expect like that the the, the creeping situation be like you creepy on on like fat boo bothering mr satan for more candy or more food or something like that but i mean that's that's really funny no, but I, straight up I just don't at the beginning yeah of the i mean the, what, the game's rated e for everyone right or like teen, yeah, or teenager it's like, like teen, that's i think but... i don't know he say anything explicit but it's heavily <laughs> implied that like you can just get from context clues what the hell's going on what he's reading so it's oh, it's man. funny right uh, Namco, it just... <laughs> I can't wait for this game. I have the collector's edition pre-ordered. I'm, I'm psyched for this. But you know what? I'm, yeah. I'm so, For some reason, I'm slightly more psyched for Dragon Ball Fusions. Oh, it, me, okay, we will get to that. But, like, I, I feel the same exact way. I feel like if it, it, it came down to, like, game of the year, be, like, a tie for number one between Xenoverse 2 and DB Fusions, from what I'm hearing, I think DB Fusions is going to get my vote. But we'll get, we'll get to that. So there's one last... Uh, point about the beta, like, what would you rate it from, like, zero Dragon Balls to seven Dragon Balls? How many Dragon Balls? Um, from what I played, I'm I'm probably gonna give it around five out of seven, just because I there the amount I I played wasn't enough with all the um the server issues that were that were going on, which you know it's a beta, it's it's gonna happen, but um yeah, I feel like it's a definite improvement, and I'll you know obviously know more once I get the final the final copy of the game, but I, I'm really liking what I'm seeing there. You know, it's not perfect, but Xenoverse one wasn't perfect, but I feel like they're going in a, in a good direction overall. There, there isn't any like egregious step backs or, or misfires that I'm seeing aside from the kid boost stuff. But I, I have a feeling that once people get around there, if there's a way around it or if they add some sort of tweak to it, it'll be fine. But okay. so far, so good. Excellent. Looking forward to it. Also, they, they revealed that, um, Hit's gonna be in the main game, and I don't think you. Yeah, don't, that, I don't, was a, that was I, a huge surprise. Yeah, you don't know who Hit is, do you, Chris? I, I looked them up. Like you posted it on the Super Nerd Pals uh, Facebook group. Facebook.com slash group slash Super Nerd Pals. Hell yeah! And all I know, he's like, he's like this purple inter- intergalactic assassin. That sounds so badass. Yeah, he was he was basically I, spoilers for the tournament arc of super but he was pretty much the the final the final guy in the tournament against goku and hits hit is like the most infamous assassin in like the universe and he has this ability where he can move forward in time by like fractions of a second but it's he uses that in battle as a way to make it seem like he's moving instantaneously every time he throws a punch or whatever. And, and it makes it impossible for Goku to see what's going on or how he's able to dodge his moves. And then Goku eventually spots it, like spots what the tell is for this, uh, his ability and learns what his ability is through like observing him. But as he's doing that, Hit is is using his ability and and strengthening it in such a way during the fight that he's able to extend the amount of time he can like phase in and out of time to like several minutes and it becomes like this huge battle between Goku and this this completely cold blooded badass assassin dude who could just stop time and like fuck you up like he pauses time and punches Goku like fifty times in the face and he's like oh sh- what happened and it just it's so awesome and he he like improves. 
in the middle of a fight and gets better as he's fighting. And I I wasn't expecting him to be part of the main game, but he is, and it's and I I can't wait because he's one of my favorite characters to come out of Super. Is this guy, and he's he's like a he, he looks like a purple Piccolo, but he's he's a badass. Yeah, so hits hits uh, confirmed the game, and that's that also ties into some of the other Universe Two news that came out in the last couple of weeks in the past month. Bandai Namco re- released three separate gameplay videos. Actually, I think they released it yesterday. Uh, so there's three of them. There's there's Hit, Frieza, and Final Form Cooler. So it's it's a they're really short, like thirty second gameplay videos of them du- uh, duking it out. I forget. I think in all of them they're they're all fighting like Goku or Vegeta. It looks really really cool. Uh, so check them out. Uh, there will be links in the show notes to those videos. Also, we knew for a long time that Goku Black he's confirmed to be a game. He's uh, available as pre order bonus. But I guess a couple, I think two weeks ago, they released a gameplay trailer with Goku Black. He looks so badass. Um, unfortunately, the, the video didn't showcase any gameplay or transformations of him turning Super Saiyan Rose. I think it's guaranteed he's going to be in the game. I think Namco's just holding on to their cards until the release. And my, my thing is, is that they announced and they implemented Goku Black as a character for Xenoverse 2 long before this arc really kicked into gear. And I think they, like, finalized... I'm just talking out of my ass here, but I think they finalized Goku Black before Rosé became a thing because... And I'm calling him Rosé, because that's my... <laughs> that's that's how they say it on the show. I've been corrected before that it's Rose. I don't well, know. Oh, you, you are, you're, you're right, because Japanese. Cause that's, they I say Rosé. Another thing is that Rosé is a wine, and the... Some gods are named after, like, alcohol. Because Weiss is whiskey and Beerus is beer. So. Oh, shit. I did not know. Dude. Yeah. So, Dude. Super Saiyan Rose. No, no, no. no. That, that, that theory is confirmed. You just blew my mind. That's awesome. Yeah. Beer and whiskey. And then you have Rose now. <laughs> I have no, That never occurred to me. Stan, you just changed my life right now. <laughs> it's it's great. It's pretty great. And, and what I'm guessing is that with the season pass... They're going to slip in the, the Rosé either as a transformation for Goku Black or as a separate character slot um, because there are cer- – he does certain moves in the arc that haven't been showcased in his character trailer. And I know that it wasn't very long. It just showed like that anti-Kamehameha that he throws or whatever. But Rosé has a lot of really awesome moves primarily his like hand blade that he uses that he just turns into like a, a key sword or whatever and – I didn't see any of that in the standard Goku Black stuff, so I hope they incorporate that in a future DLC. And judging by the fact that the first DLC has characters from the tournament arc from Super, I feel like a lot of this DLC is going to deal with shit in Super that they're going to add in later. Yeah, actually, I'm glad you mentioned that because in the same announcement of the Goku Black trailer, they also announced Frost and Kiabe from Dragon Ball Super will be playable characters in the first DLC pack. They didn't announce anything about Super Saiyan Rosé, so maybe they'll be like the second or third DLC. I'm hoping, I'm hoping like there's gonna be one DLC pack where it's just all Future Trunks arc stuff. So you have like Future Trunks, Adult Mai, uh, Zamasu, uh, Goku Black Rosé, um, all those characters. Yeah, that would be perfect, actually. Yeah, because we need we need Zamasu because he's probably one of the best villains in the franchise. Just judging by this arc alone, he's he's multifaceted. He's he's got he's got like goals that are actually unlike the most of the other Dragon Ball Z villains. He has goals that like kind of make sense from a certain perspective. So I I would love to see him in there. Plus that spoiler alert, like you know you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, <laughs> they need they need to throw that in there in the end uh, somewhere. Just make that a DLC. I don't care. It could even be not even part of this season pass. Just make an additional one. I will buy it. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I need this future trunk shit because that is is dope. Oh, it's so good. Uh, so I think that was uh, that was about it for Xenoverse Two. Do you have any other thoughts? Can't wait for this game. I yeah. Two days. <laughs> we're gonna be okay, well, when after this episode release. I don't know if we're gonna do like like a week after, or like another two weeks. Because I don't know. I think we're gonna be. I get we want we want enough time to play the game, but I think we'd be so over the moon with hype that we want to talk we about. Might, it we might possible, do an but. additional dragon chat like an off week because we have not only have have we done this in a while, but Xenoverse is coming out, and we're gonna want to talk about it a lot. So we'll see what happens. 
two days, guys. Get those pre-orders in if you haven't yet, or if you're just if you're in GameStop, like literally just at this it. moment. Listen, just buy it. Just give it to your baser instincts and, and desires. It's to be so good. Buy this game so it becomes a trilogy. I want a Xenoverse three next year. I don't care. Annualize it. And this is this is the only time I'm giving anyone permission to annualize a franchise. Give me the same goddamn game every year. Xenoverse 2018. Just put the the year at the end and just keep adding ro- to the roster. That's it. It's all you gotta do. With VR capability and like the play. Well, uh, I don't. I don't want. I don't want to play Xenoverse VR with like the PlayStation Move wands. I want like actual like just give me like a uh what's it called? The power glove that actually works so I can just like do a hand motion and a key blast actually fire my hands. That's what I want Namco. Do it. You can do it. I believe in you. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. Moving on to Dragon Ball Fusions. Holy shit. Stan, you broke the news to me. And you were weeping with joy, and then I was weeping with joy. This this news is amazing. So this is already a confirmed update for the Japanese version, and they'll be part of the full game for North America and Europe. Dragon Ball Super characters are joining the roster, so you got Future Trunks and Goku Black, and you know what that means? You got the EX fusion modes of Trunks and Karoli Black. So oh shit, the the screenshots. That came out are so good. This is, this we have the honors. This is the motherfucking fusion that I've been wanting to see since Super 17 from Dragon Ball GT. I wanted to see future trunks and present timeline trunks combined to become like a perfect trunks. This is always at the top of my list of fusions that I love to see. And I feel like we've done this before when we talk about what fusions do you want to see? Always Always the top of the list, perfect trunks. Give perfect trunks. And we got perfect trunks now. We got kid trunks fusing with future trunks to make a perfect combination. He's got blue and purple hair. He's got a jacket that's like green and also blue. It's he's it's crazy. I can't wait. Can't wait. It's so and you know what? You know how much I love Broly. And now like Karoli meets Goku Black, and then and he has like pink and Gold, gold hair, and it's oh, oh, it's so. Goku's oh worst gosh. nightmare. Goku's right worst there. nightmare. I think you know what you know what has to happen. Perfect Trunks and Karoli Black have to fuse into another <laughs> beautiful fusion baby, and then and then Zamasu Zamasu Black over here is all all left out, so they have to fuse. So it's 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 gonna happen. Ugh. Can't wait for this game too. Like I. I never pre-ordered anything faster. Actually, that's not true. I pre as soon as the Xenoverse two thing went up, I pre-ordered so fast. But um, I, I, no, I think you, I think you probably reserved Phantom Pain faster too because you love. You there's love there's a handful of things that as soon as it gets announced are in are just fucking instant pre-orders. Zenkai news fact check twenty sixteen right here. Yeah, like there there are a handful of things, sure, but the collector's edition for Xenoverse two, I jumped on and as and i've been chomping at the bit for fusions to get an announcement like them not announcing it when xenoverse 2 was announced was just making me so anxious and i was ready to like go and import the damn game and like buy a japanese new 3ds i I was going to do that but they they cut me off at the pass and are bringing fusions and i'm happy it's gonna come i'm happy it's gonna have those extra updates in there um i'm i this is the one game that I'm not like looking things up for. Like I saw the initial trailers. I I, I obviously saw this news with the the trunk stuff, um, but I I'm keeping myself in the dark because I I want to be the person to discover all the fusions that are possible. You know, I want to see them myself because I've been waiting since I was a kid to have a game where I can make up all these like crazy what if fusions, and I'm just super excited, super wish fulfillment. You know, and, and something completely different than xenoverse because when xenoverse one came out i was super excited because they were playing with the time travel stuff which we never which was never really explored in a video game so much and now we're getting the other the other end which is fusion stuff so i'm 2016 is a great year for dragon ball speaking of updates we do have some additional ones in japan at the end of september db fusions released its first update so it has two different features it has online play which is self-explanatory and space-time radar feature. So space-time radar, to use this, you have to connect to, uh, to connect via Wi-Fi to various 
street pass hotspots across Japan. And then you can access a special space-time radar stage. In this stage, you get to fight against characters for a chance to acquire rare teammates. This really piqued my interest because I, I, I was looking at this article from Siliconera and they did post screenshots of some of these exclusive characters you can get. And like the only character that I could recognize was Videl in a great Saiyaman esque costume. But everyone else is complete. I, I mean, the image is like kind of small. Stan, I don't, I, I can send this image to you right now to see if you can recognize any of these characters. I have a feeling these are like player characters that you're acquiring. Like, because none of these people look like anything I've ever seen. I've certainly, I, I mean, I haven't watched all the super, so I assume maybe some of these characters are super characters, but nope. maybe they're original characters. I don't know. I've never seen any of these people before in my life. Okay. So but apparently these characters are exclusive to the space-time radar challenge. I don't know if this is going to be something that's going to show up in the North American version, but that'll be pretty cool. Uh, well, I mean, again, this is already out in Japan. Um, I don't, uh, as soon as I hear any news or, uh, I'll let you guys know. Lastly, uh, GameStop released a seven minute gameplay video for, uh, for Dragon Ball Fusions. It's really interesting. Is it, from the looks of it, it plays a lot like the old school Dragon Ball Famicom RPGs where a lot of the combat, uh, is turn slash tactical base so you so you, you move you move the character around on a like a 3d circular map you can choose where to go and enemy movement and placement is really important and then you choose your abilities based on available action points and then it matches that rpg or that, that tactical rpg elements with really smooth and stylish battles animations um so if you're if you're curious about how the game looks uh I'll post that also in the show notes. This game, I'm really excited. I'm more excited about this game than Xenoverse 2, just because fusions are just like my all-time favorite thing about Dragon Ball. Luckily, they're not coming out at the same time, so we can enjoy both. Exactly. So we we have two months. We have two months to play Xenoverse, and then you know, then we take a break, and then we just dive right into the fusions. I can't think of a, a more perfect game to play on those cold winter days in late december where you're just like sitting by like the the fake fire on on tv and just sitting (laughs) by the window and like beating up saiyans and shit if the weathermen can be believed apparently winter 2016 is going to be horrible okay so if we get snowed by blizzards that's great you just you know just make sure you have lots of batteries make sure you have like a backup generator in case the, the power goes out and charge up all your, your game or your 3DSs and just play the fuck out of Fusions. Throw on that Snuggie and Hell yeah. turn on that Fusions. Stan, do you have a Dragon Ball Snuggie? No, but if they had them, I'd buy them. I'm surprised. I, I, I feel like they're somewhere out there, maybe on Etsy. There has to be like some Dragon Ball theme Kigurumi, like a Shenron Kigurumi. I have, I have a Batman one, actually, full disclosure. Oh, I have a Batman, Batman Snuggie as well. So dude. we probably have the same exact one. We probably do. That's pretty All awesome. Right. <laughs> All right. Um, I think that's it for, for Dragon Ball Fusions. So I shared this with Stan a couple a couple days ago. But there's an amazing new bat pack that every Dragon Ball fan needs to have. So this I first saw this on Twitter. It was a snapshot of like some magazine ad in Japanese. And it's this amazing bat pack of Chaozu... Uh, about to explode. It's from that one uh, c- uh, scene in the Saiyan arc where Chaozu latches onto the back of Nappa and he says, like, Goodbye, Tien, and self destructs. And it's this plushy Chaozu backpack, and he's, his, his face is turned to the side, and there's a, a tear rolling down Chaozu's eye, and it looks so depressing, but so kawaii at the same time. So I feel bad for wanting it, but. It's such a really cool backpack that I, I, I we we all need it. Strangely enough, it's really really hard to find information about it online. Aside from screen caps of the photo from Twitter, I looked into it. I I actually can't find the the website you can pre order it from, and this is kind of BS. But the only hit I found was a pre order on eBay for one hundred fifty US dollars. I mean that's I mean that's a I mean that's a really cool backpack, 
But I mean, for that same price, you could still get the collector's edition for Dragon Ball Xenoverse Two. So anyway, but it's a cool backpack. If you could shell out the cash, or if you found the actual Japanese website to order from, go get it. Um, also, some other Dragon Ball merchandise news. This actually, the news actually just broke about an hour ago from Geek.com to celebrate the upcoming 30th anniversary of the Dragon Ball anime. Uh, which first premiered like 1986, the, a Japanese fashion label called Galaxy. They're releasing a whole new line of Dragon Ball inspired clothing. So they got some really cool shirts. Um, they got shirts of like SS, SS, uh, Super Saiyan 4 Goku, my personal favorite, Gotenks Super Ghost Kamikaze Attack shirts. And then there's, they, they have two shirts that made me raise an eyebrow. They have Dodoria. And the Cyberman. It's like that's that's really weird. Who so, would, who would want a Doria shirt? Ex- exactly. Are I, there the Doria fans out there? I don't know. I may maybe some lobbying group secretly skewed the voting results for Galaxy and ended up with the Doria. I guess it's just I I don't. They could have gone with like Frieza or Goku Black or or someone. I don't know. I'd even, even settle even, for Zarbon. Zar- or uh, yeah. I just the Doria just seems like such a weird choice, but if you're a fan, they have it. Oh, they also have a really badass Sakujan Shenron bomber jacket and a Perfect Cell Windbreaker slash track jacket. So, so it's winter time. You know, if you want new jackets, check them out. Finally, the last piece of news before we get on to our episode review. There was a video that went viral, I think, like two weeks ago. So for the the music show The Voice uh, for Thailand, they were doing blind auditions for the next season. A 35-year-old Dithawat Shaikara Ruchikorn, he was doing an audition. And he sings, he, like, he not only sings, he kills it. He sings uh, Chala Hechala during a blind audition. So this contestant... He starts busting out. He kills it. He's like singing his heart out. He sing and he's he has like a really like a rock star presence, and he's really getting into it. And one of the judges, he, he's a huge fan of Dragon Ball, so he can he starts the uh, the contestant hasn't even started singing yet, and he instantly recognizes it, and he's like he's so happy like a little kid. And uh, the contestant he gets four four marks, which on the show is like a perfect rating, like all four people. Uh, want him on his team, and he has he has the performance in the Kamehameha, and he it ends with a standing ovation. So hell yeah, watching anime, being an anime fan can bring you into live television and and make dreams come true. So congratulations, uh, Dithawat, you're awesome for for doing that. But yeah, that's it for the news. So Zenkai news, Oof, finally done. So Stan, let's get to it. Episode sixty two and sixty three, uh, Dragon Ball Super. Because holy shit, yeah. this is awesome. Some good shit. Like, this, like so many cool things happened. Like, first of all, I want to point out, like, w- what are your theories on this new? Maybe not new. I don't know. Do you think Trunks' Super Saiyan form, like his blue and gold aura, is that a brand new Super Saiyan form, or is it like? Mystic Gohan, but now it's Mystic Trunks, or... I think it's uh, false Super Saiyan Blue. I feel like he's... He doesn't have the um, the training to go Super Saiyan God mode. You know, he doesn't... He hasn't have, he doesn't have the refined training to go um, and tap into that God key so he can go Super Saiyan Blue. But he has fought with Zamasu. He's fought with uh, Super Saiyan Rose, Goku Black... And he's trained with Vegeta as a Super Saiyan Blue. So he has experience and he understands what that power is like. So when Zamasu and Black are taunting him, he gets so enraged that he's able to tap into like an approximation of what that power is. I guess just by like osmosis and fighting against those kind of styles. Um, but because his training is not is not formalized, I feel like that's why he's not able to go all the way because he's kind of i guess you kind of need to train with a god to be able to access that 
and he doesn't have the proper training. He doesn't have the time to do the proper training. And that's why I'm guessing because that's the only explanation I have for the aura being blue and gold because that's the the blue that they're using is specifically the blue that shows up when it, Goku and Vegeta turn into the Super Saiyan blue forms. So uh, I feel like that's what that's what the exp- explanation is to me in my head when I when I see this. Um, there's also an interesting moment in sixty three where Trunk where Trunks goes Super Saiyan right before he's about to fight uh, Black and Super and um, Zamasu, but then he buffs up like he's going to the like ultra super saiyan form and then he like absorbs that like power back in and then he goes blue and gold so i think that's him like sort of using that boost from that form that is otherwise useless and internalizing that to turn into this false super saiyan blue because if you've watched super up to this point you sort of learn that their ability to go super saiyan blue is an internalization of their power and their key and not an outward like spilling of it that they get when they turn into the other super saiyan forms they're like channeling their energy inward instead of outward and that's how they're able to access the god key at least that's how the training goes from what i've seen so i feel like that's what like trunks is on on the right path but he's not there yet and the only thing that i have that i can compare that to is the the lord slug movie where at the end Goku's fighting Lord Slug and then Supreme Kai and not Supreme Kai. King Kai is like, Goku, you you're a Super Saiyan, but he's not. His hair is just like standing on end and it's like black. So and people call that the false Super Saiyan form. So this to me is like Trunks is false Super Saiyan God because he, he doesn't know he doesn't know how to access it, but he's seen enough that he can try to approximate what that is. That's my theory anyway. That's a solid theory. I like it. Trunks is such a super badass in this episode. Uh, he's holding his own. And I love how Goku Black is just so taken aback, like how incredibly high his power jumps. Because Trunks dishes out a good amount of beating against Goku Black. And I, I forget it was like 62 or 63, but I was like, I was beating my, my, my chest is on fire when Trunks pulls out the Gallic gun and shoots yes. it. Shoots into the mountains. Like, I don't I don't know if that was the first time or like that he's... But to me, I, th- I thought that was Trunks' first time using the Gallic gun. I think but it's his first shit, time. holy shit, that was so good. Yeah. yeah. I think it was the first time. Well, my favorite thing about Future Trunks is that he has an amalgamation of other people's moves. He's got his own stuff, but he, he'll whip out a Masenko. And he I've seen him use a Final Flash. He's used the Gallic gun now. He's just one step away from learning the Kamehameha. And then he's got, like, the full, like, arsenal that you, like... He'd be, like, a, a fully rounded character in terms of, like, his fighting techniques, because especially the Misenko, I think, is really awesome because it, it it was Piccolo's move, and then Piccolo passed it down to Gohan, and Gohan passed it down to Trunks, and I think that's a really nice uh, touch to Trunks's arsenal to have him use that move. And then the Gatling gun, it feels awesome because it's Vegeta's move, and Trunks is able to have his father's training after living his whole life without his father around, so I think that's also a nice touch to have him use that too. And it's just it's awesome because it's purple. And he fucks people up with it. And he and he, and he, he, and he blasts him into a mountain. And, the and mountain he, explodes. he fucking blew up their summer home. <laughs> that shit. Uh, and then Chuck's it like he's just going full ham with the sword. And he's like, it's a decoy. Then he like bla- like then he punches Goku Black in the stomach and then he like charges up and flies him. Oh. One of my favorite things about Super that I, I felt was very lacking from Dragon Ball Z was this um, fighting strategy that they use a lot where you'll have a character who who should be outmatched in terms of power level but they use their brain in a fight and look for openings and catch them that way and have opportunities and gain the upper hand in, in ways that that would straight up would not happen in z because it'd be like cells just he's imperfect now everyone else is just fucking lost you know, doesn't he, oh he's he's perfect form now. Ain't nobody even gonna fight him in the cell games because he's perfect form. And you need you need this amount of key to ride this ride. And anything below is like you're done. At least now it's like we're having Trunks in like Super Saiyan form going toe to toe with Zamasu and Black because he he's using like his brains. And this happened a lot also in the tournament arc where Vegeta and Goku and Piccolo were using strategy. And they weren't just straight up throwing fists and key blasts and being like, I'm just going to overpower you. They were just like using strategy, which is 
Super cool. Yeah. I, I liken it to Samurai Champloo. It was like the, the finale where, uh, what's his name? The, one of the big bads. He was he was like lecturing Muga. It's like, oh, I see how you fight. You use like breakdance moves to disorient your opponent and instincts, but you can only go so far with instincts. You got to lose your brain. And then Mugen later like takes out one of the pirate bandits using strategy and like he lops his head off using some crazy maneuver and like slices his head off with the side so yeah that's awesome like you know brain or brains and brawn you can just make mash them the two together you can and it makes it makes anything. the fights a lot more interesting mm-hmm. because you're not just watching them doing those those fighting like montages that they get into in Z where they're just like throwing punches at each other and then bouncing around the sky at the and speed like sonic of light. Booms yeah, sonic yeah. booms all over the place. And it, it, it makes the fights entertaining to watch more than just like seeing who, who, who can overpower the other person yeah. faster. It keeps it fresh. Yeah. And, and one of my favorite things is like how they took it way back to Dragon Ball when Piccolo oh, suggested yeah. using the Mafuba technique on Zamasu because Zamasu is immortal. And I thought that was a great callback to the original Dragon Ball. Yeah, I was going to mention that too. Like, I, I love how, like, Super in general is just... It's like Grant Morrison writing Batman. Toriyama and the rest of the team, they're just, they're just going to this giant library of everything they've ever done. It's like, you know what? Let's pick out... Let's 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 bring these people back. Let's bring these concepts like Peel Off is back, Mai's back, and Mai has a prominent role in the in the Future Trunks arc. And like Adult Mai and Future Trunks are gonna have a they have a thing, and they're like in love, and they're they're probably gonna make like more half or quarter Saiyan babies, and it's beautiful. And then you have Piccolo suggesting the the, the evil sealing technique, and then they go to Master Roshi to uh, Goku goes to Master Roshi to, to learn the technique. And it's like it's like coming full circle, like Goku coming back and and being and being taken to school again by Master Roshi. It's like this this is so awesome. Yeah, it was such a great mo- moment seeing Master Roshi, Roshi able to teach Goku again and have Goku be sort of like a temporary student of Master Roshi once again. And, and that's another that's another thing I really like about Super is that it, it it's we've gotten to the point in in Dragon Ball as a franchise that it can start being self referentials. You know, and and they can just be like, oh, that time, you know, when we took out King Piccolo in fucking Dragon Ball, you know, and at the earlier in the same arc, they were referencing the um, time machine that Cell was using and how Bulma had kept it. And they used that when when the original time machine got broken. And it's just it's this cool circular thing where they're just like looping back around and referencing stuff that's already happened and and using that to build on stuff that's going on in Super. And I think that's really awesome. This is also interesting because I know with Super, it precedes GT, but it's, it's already tying or already creating like connective tissue to GT. But do you ever think like the, the, the next iteration, app, like whatever happens after Super, if there's, is, it, is that going to replace GT or is GT still considered canon or is it, are they going to do something after? Well, actually, I guess they did something after GT already, but we don't, we don't talk about that, but. I think it, it'll be a, a situation where they don't want to outright deny GT as being a thing, because then that'll be that'll fuck over people who are invested in GT, like whoever whoever the hell that is. But you know, like like oh, now this whole thing that I watched or whatever is non-canon. Plus, the actual show GT might not be great, but it introduced some cool stuff like Super Saiyan Four. Everyone likes Super Saiyan Four. You know, it's different. People like while they might not like GT, they like the the concepts that they brought in, like having the characters, the younger characters, be adults. You know, like adult Goten and Trunks, even though like they're like throwing like trash after a few episodes. <laughs> but you know, people like the the stuff. So I feel like saying that it's not canon kind of like cuts off the ability to have Super Saiyan Four in the mix in any capacity. Um, my theory, because between the end of um, Kid Buu and the last episode of Dragon Ball Z, there's like a 10 a ten year gap that they're filling in now with Super. So they have like a lot of time. I think two or three years have passed throughout the course of Super since the end of the Kid Buu stuff because Pan, Pan wasn't born yet, but Videl was pregnant during the Battle of Gods and now Pan's like a year old or whatever. So um, it's progressing slowly and I think I don't know where they're going to go after Goku Black because, you know, it's not over yet. But 
they can keep filling in this 10 year thing. And I feel like what I want to see at some point is them doing like a partial time skip. Because one of the coolest things about the last episode of Z was seeing Goten and Trunks grown up, seeing Pan as like a like a ten year old or whatever, and we can get that half step where we get Teen Trunks and Teen Goten, and we get like a five year old Pan who's like Goku was at the beginning of Dragon Ball, and we can see like more progression. What I think they could also do if they wanted to keep Super going is they can remake the last episode of Dragon Ball Z again, and they can expand on that tournament, because during that tournament, Goku's whole intention was to fight Oob, and he sort of cheated to make it so that he would fight Oob in the first round, or whatever the hell it was, and they can just, they can instead take that and make it its own sort of arc, where we're having an, another full tournament, and we're gonna, we get to see all that stuff play out, and we get to see Goku, like, how did he know that Oob was going to be there, you know? So we have to see how that factors in. Plus, there's also a time skip between the end of Z and the beginning of GT. That's, like, a few years. Because Oob is, like, a kid, but then by the time GT happens, he's kind of a teenager. You know, so even more time progresses between those two. So they can go straight on through to the last episode, skip over the last episode or expand on it, and then they have more time there also if they want to fill in going all the way up to gt so they they have something they can do that doesn't completely erase gt from the timeline you know like for personally like i love gt i know i mean it's very controversial i don't i, I don't i don't want them to overwrite all of gt out of out of existence because like there's like so many like you said before there's super saiyan 4 and i, I personally love like super android 18 and and baby vegeta maybe I mean, definitely fill the fill all the ten year gap with all the content that you that our, the team is churning out because super they're killing it. Well, in addition to timescape, like I wouldn't be opposed to maybe like a Dragon Ball Z Kai treatment of GT where the story is largely the same, but it's cleaned up a bit. It's more co- cohesive within the larger Toriyama vision of like. DB, GBZ, and Super, but it still retains all the classic elements and features and, and, and characters and plot arcs. The, the best of the best of GT, like you just keep it, do the like sl- slight tweaks so it's more palatable, more cohesive. But in general, I, I would be very sad if GT was over. And I don't think that's something that Toriyama would do. But until then, I mean, I'm, I mean, yeah, like right now, Super is definitely in it for the long run. I, I, I can see this going on, super going on for like the next like three or four years. Because there's so much stuff that they can explore. They have like seven or eight more years to fill in that they could do, you know. The only thing that they really need to address to connect everything to GT is the absence of the, the god forms and the absences of Beerus and Whis. And there's... I. There's a couple of ways that I could see them doing that, but they definitely have to do that because then it creates this whole thing of, like, if you were that powerful, like, ten years ago, like, why aren't you just going into those god forms and, like, murdering everybody who comes up to you, you know? Mm-hmm. But Well, no. We are excited for the future of Dragon Ball Super, and especially for the next episode, because, Dan, why are we excited? Because they finally did the shit that I knew that they were going to do. And I called it Zamasu and Goku Black Fused. And now they're like perfect Zamasu. Perfect Zamasu. It's Goku Black's uniform or gi. And then he has silverish hair. And it looks, it looks all, it's all like Super saiyan fied and sticking up. And it looks badass. And he has like he has the, the most evil smirk ever. Ugh, I cannot wait to see his special moves. What special moves do you think he has? Like... Maybe like like I know like Zamasu and Goku Black have like that team up energy blast where one of them shoots a blue one and one shoots a red one and like spins into like this giant purple pink blast. I'm maybe have the upgraded version of that or maybe the Zamasu fusion whatever they're gonna call it. Uh, Zamasu Black has like a more powerful version of like the the energy blades that he used. Just we could just call it Zach. 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 <laughs> yeah. Zamasu Black. Uh, Zach. Uh, Zach can can dual wield energy uh, key key blades on both. Energy key blades is that what you just said? Yeah, energy key like C H I, not or K I, not fucking key like fucking <laughs> Roxas dual no, wield no, 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 key blades. No, what? no, no, no. He, he 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 opens up a door and then he creates like 
energy key versions of the Disney princesses, and they and like a super close kamikaze attack, and he flings them against Goku and Vegeta, and they all explode. <laughs> That's what I want. Um, they set this up pretty early, and I'm really glad that they did this because they they basically set up this this shot here, and they took it and with the whole the whole conversation between Goasu and Zamasu earlier in the arc where um Zamasu refers sorry Goasu refers to his earrings and says like oh if you put it on the wrong ear we're going to fuse it's all, so that signals both to the viewer that the Patara stuff is still a thing and sets it up for this payoff now but also teaches it the uh, possibility of that to Zamasu so there's no so it it's nice it's very nice that they did that early on to do that because it it it's very, very good for them to. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I'm like, I'm like, just like sputtering. It it was awesome that they did that early on because it was kind of necessary and it made it so that this this whole thing now is not coming out of the blue. Because um, we kind of we kind of figured it that it was going to go this way because of the earrings, and for Goasu to to basically say that is smart. And another thing that they did, or even earlier than the than the, um, the Future Trunks arc, that's going to set up, I think, this final battle that they're going to have, is the fact that Supreme Kai and Kabito use the Dragon Balls to undo their permanent Batara fusion. So that gives us the out that we can have to return Vegito to the series. Because the whole reason, I think, why Goasu and Supreme Kai showed up in the future is because Goasu has his own pair of earrings that he's still wearing. So once Zamasu and Black become Zack, and they're going to start fucking shit up, Goasu can be can throw the earrings at Vegito and Goku, and they can fuse to Super Saiyan Blue Vegito, which would be fucking crazy. Yeah. And if not if not the Patera earrings, you know, just go, for, just go swing for the fences and just do like Super Saiyan Blue Gogeta. Even though there's like a time limit on that, but oh, just fusion, fusion versus fusion. This is DB fusions in anime form. Come on, this yeah. is so good. And I know, I know they're going Vegito, but I would love to see something that we don't expect play out, like Goku and Trunks or Vegeta and Trunks. You know, like get Trunks to the fold somehow. Um, I don't think it's gonna go that way, but it would be so cool if they did something different. But I. The way that that they're setting up Super and Super is, does a really good job of including other characters from Dragon Ball into the fold, but it's it's very much Goku and Vegeta Vegeta show. You know, it's, it's it's the Goku and Vegeta like comedy half hour. You know, they they're they're always the center focus, and so I feel like it's going to come down to them like fusing against their fusion and then using probably the Super Dragon Balls to undo it afterwards. But um. They destroyed the Super Dragon Balls. Or is there like some other set of Dragon Balls? The Super Dragon Balls are that they're referring to that got destroyed is the ones from the future timeline. Okay. So the pres- the present one is still intact because Beerus destroyed present Zamasu. Oh, okay. And the whole reason why Goku Black is still around is because he's wearing the time ring. That pr- that protects him. He becomes a, a time anomaly even though the, the past version of himself just got murdered. Could you just destroy the time ring, or it's like the time? You ring could probably. Dest- I don't. They, they're not. They're not direct addressing this directly, but I think you could just rip that time ring off of him. That's and what he, I was he'll, thinking. He'll, he'll go away, but yeah. I, I don't think they want to go that route. I think they're because showed an anime. Because like, oh, yeah, we, we could have just destroyed the ring and, and avoid all this nonsense. Because <laughs> of that, that's what's gonna. That's what it's gonna boil down to. But yeah. Also, this episode, this most recent episode six three, was really great because it gives Vegeta. That whole that crowning moment where he gets to just wreck Goku Black shit and no holds bar and he's like you're a fake and and I and the Princess Saiyans I, I have no qualms whatsoever and he's just wrecking the shit out of Goku Black. He straight up calls beautiful. himself Vegeta Sama, so he's basically calling himself Lord Vegeta right to this dude's <laughs> face. Basically, and, and there's this, there's that moment where he lifts him off the ground by his hair and then headbutts him. Oh. probably one of the top moments for Vegeta if not in super but, but all of fucking Z cuz not only not only is he getting the upper hand of Goku Black but he's sort of vicariously also getting the upper hand of Goku and like venting his frustrations yeah. on Goku Black cuz it's it's the same body you know and so i i'm glad because he's he keeps getting his ass kicked by Goku Black so it's cool to finally see this you know and Another thing Super is really good about is giving Vegeta his his time, you know? Um, every arc gets at least one 
awesome moment for Vegeta. You know, Battle of Gods when when Vegeta punched Beerus right in the face the Super Saiyan. Um, then you have the the whole Frieza versus Vegeta stuff. And then you had all of Vegeta's moments in the tournament were really awesome. And now we got this in Goku Black. So I'm super happy. Can't wait to see how this arc ends. And I can't wait to see what's after this because this entire Goku Black ride has just kicked it up a whole to a whole nother level. That's not to say the rest of the series wasn't great because the universe arc was was really a high bar up until that until this future trunk stuff so it just it's just continuously rising right now and they're like from the like because the god the battle of gods arc was kind of iffy and i really prefer the movie to the to the anime version but they're just going going up on this roller coaster and there's like no sign of the peak yet and i'm so happy that we're finally getting more quality dragon ball you know it's a good time. It's a good. It's a really good time to be a Dragon Ball fan. Between like Future Trunks arc, Xenoverse two in two days, and then two months later, you got fusions. You know what? You know what we need. We need another Dragon Ball movie in the theaters because I think we're, we're long overdue. Yeah, they should. I don't know. They should probably do like non-canon movies again, because because they have super covered with with the uh, the new super new stuff. So. I would like to see some rando like side villains like they were doing for the for the Z movies, you know. You know what? I want a movie with Coroli Black as the villain. They should awesome. do. They should do a Fusions movie. That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be so dope. Uh, just, just, just give us everything. Just Namco, Fusion Crisis, and then have everybody just start fusing left and right, and then yes. fusing, and then fusing, yeah. and then have the villains come back, and they start fusing. Just do it. Oh, that'd be awesome. I'm just, I'm just imagining. I just, I just want Broly to come back, and it's like, what the fuck is this? And then it's, it's Broly from like episode or from Dimension Eight, and he fuses with Dimension Eight or Nine Goku Black, and then, and then, and then Zamasu's like, hi, I will fuse with you because I hate Goku, I hate Vegeta, and, and then it's just fusions everywhere, and then, and then, and then one of the fusions goes wrong, like I don't like some, I don't like some B list character, maybe. Uh, or maybe like Hit or someone else. I don't know. They, they did a fusion dance wrong, and it creates this weird chain of fusion errors. So it ends up like like the end of Akira, where where t- like this weird, grotesque, mutated Tetsuo baby like fusion form, and it just and it just I think it's a little dark for Dragon Ball. But I just want to see fusions gone wrong because I love Veku from from uh, v- movie number twelve. Oh, I had a thought. I lost it and I regained it. Vegeta totally destroyed the hyperbolic time chamber. He did. Like, yeah, it's like it can't like, it can't handle his god key anymore. So, <laughs> <laughs> so thanks Vegeta for for ruining that. Wait, didn't didn't Vegeta like, already hit the limit of how many times he can use it, or is that was that something that was written off or changed? Because I, re- I remember in the Dragon Ball Z, you can only use the hyperbolic time chamber like twice or three times. I thought it was a, I thought it was a day limit. Like you could only stay in there a max of three days, like three years before the 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 door disappears. Oh. I, that's that's what I thought it was. Not like a, a a usage limit. Okay, I must be hallucinating. But yeah, thanks, Vegeta. He should have came. He should have come out with a beard, like he did the first time they did that in Super. Um, because Vegeta would have had a blue beard. Yeah, Super Saiyan blue. Vig- oh, not want Goku black with a pink beard. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Uh, if any of you are, are talented, please do some fan art and tweet it to us at Super Nerd Pals. Or actually, we know we need to make a Dragon Chat Twitter. We'll we'll do that. When it, by the time epi- by the time this episode's up, we'll have a, a Twitter account at Dragon Chat. Send all your your memes and your fan arts to there. Yeah. So I think uh, that about any other thoughts about the latest the latest two episodes or <sighs> no, I'm all. I think we this is good. We we went too long without a show, and now we had, we had to get it all out. And I think we got it all out. This is a month of Dragon Ball news and and thoughts pent up and released like 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 a giant Genki Dama. So we're good. And stay tuned for the next episode of Dragon Ball Super. Stay tuned for Xenoverse Two. And pl- everyone, please enjoy the game and feel free to join our Facebook groups or tweet us, anything. Just let us know how you like the game, and we'll probably do a off-week episode 
or if not that, if we resume our normal Dragon Chat schedule, this will be like a special spoiler cast video game review episode. So super excited. Uh, so yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening to episode four of Dragon Chat. Um, wow, I'm really tired. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> just, uh, so I'm Chris Sampson. I'm Stan Gadersky. And you can find me on Twitter at Kyo Ninja for Hire. And you can find Stan on, on Twitter at Stan Doom. You can find this podcast on the Super Nerd Pals RSS feed. So if you're subscribed already to Super Nerd Pals, you already have these episodes uh, for iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. And if you're not subscribed, what are you doing? Just just go to iTunes, go to SoundCloud, just subscribe right now, and you have all the all the episodes. You can also find us on supernerdpals.com. All the episodes to Dragon Chat are uploaded on there as well. Facebook.com slash groups is our Facebook group. Um, we put we post all the news, not just Dragon Ball stuff, but your general uh, geek and nerd culture stuff that you can find on there. And just tell your friends about the show. That's how we grow. Also, bother Andy for not being here because we miss you, Andy. I miss you. I haven't, I haven't podcasted with him for like three weeks. You can also tweet and find Andy on Twitter at SweetJustice1. That's O-N-E, SweetJustice1. Tell him how much you miss him and, you know, bother him for his thoughts on Dragon Ball episode 62 and 63 as well. So the next time we do Dragon Chat, the team will be all back together and we'll be ranting our heads off about Xenoverse 2. So until then, uh, sparking, chala hechala. Have a great night. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Peace.